0: You're listening to the Gen Zen broadcasting system. You're listening to 40 Something Podcast, with Valley and the Big. Now, here are your hosts, Silicon Steve, Valley and the Vig. 40 Something Podcast! And we are back again! Better than ever, baby, we are getting into the mid to upper 60s! and my brother Vig on the other side. This is Silicon Steve Valley. And Vig, coming from the world of music, something that's been going on for a couple months, but we're going to get into it today, and this is going to be based on a terrific article we've had and we found on vice.com by an amazing journalist wonderful young lady from Brooklyn, Avery Kleinman, J.C. Kleinman, the fall of the Bass Nectar Empire. What the hell is going on with Bass Nectar? And what's going on with the EDM scene?
1: So then last summer, you know, which was basically a real woke time for the country, um, and things had all slowed down. We were all indoors. Most of us were (laughs) indoors, if you want to say. Mostly at home. Let's put it that way. Yes. We all started realizing stuff that had been going on when everything was really moving fast and uh, the festival scene, the, con- the concert live music scene was just pumping. Uh, it was a time to, to start retracing what was really happening. And NACO it came up. Well, for, for definitely, it was, it was definitely based back there. So uh, as of May 10th, 2021, two more women, have come forward with allegations that Lauren Aston, better known as Base Nectar, sexually abused them when they were minors. This according to Rolling Stone. The new allegations join two other sets of accusations in an amended version of a civil lawsuit filed against Base Nectar and his associated companies and organizations in April. The suit accuses Aston of years of grooming, abuse, and trafficking of underage girls and manufacturing possessing child pornography and his associated companies and of facility facilitating an environment in which the alleged abuses could uh, occur. Ouch. And um, so that was filed in, in court in Philadelphia. Yeah, so basically this is all according to Live for Live Music that basically spoofs off press releases from the lawyers' offices and then a, a Rolling Stone article.
0: Yeah. Um, it's legitimate, though they don't they don't sell you bullshit. Sure. So that's the
1: premise, really. And then so this was kind of going on. I didn't even know about this that I was talking to my homie up at, at the cabin I was staying at this past weekend. And he's like, "Yeah, and it's been going." That that was last uh, last year that this first started coming up. Same with Naco. But uh, as of April of of this year, Vice has actually. Um, <laughs> Released a pretty pretty extensive uh, investigation investigative article uh, titled "The Fall of the Base Nectar Empire," which it actually goes in digs into this stuff, where he met them, what they did. This is what happened. This is how much was exchanged. This is what it was exchanged. was this was part of the relationship? This is like this is like how this grooming happened, and it's like really very um descriptive and personal so how did, did this just get made up do people do these girls just make this up is this a beyond like a groupie thing where like they're just trying to get backstage and stuff uh, just seems like this was a whole like, enterprise of sorts set up that he was completely running knowing that some of these girls were were underage and honestly um so i i was at you know is that just big gigantic festival called Rowdy Town at Red Rocks back in the fall of 2019 and I tell you what this was EDM basically and I'm just like wow not to mention some of their behaviors some of the some some, some of some of the what they might have been uh, under the influence of um, based on, on some of their behaviors I'm just like okay well now that, that was like my first real introduction to the current you know EDM Crazy, and like what goes on there uh or what how people act and stuff like that. So you could see if you were part of this this big sector thing was real I mean that they I don't know if you've been to anything people it's like people are just so into it. It's like a huge and it's it, the music's real tight. It's like EDM but and it's amazing the light show is pretty good and like people got fully engulfed in this and he took fully advantage of that.
0: Yeah. I mean this is one of your clear situations that a famous musician in the midst of drugs and influence and alcohol and all the things that go with it, he abused his power. He's not the first one, and he's not going to be the last. But if any of this is true, this motherfucker needs to be in prison. I always thought he sucked anyway. I was more of a Pretty Legs fan. <laughs> but that's irrelevant. Um, it just To me, it speaks to a allowing Young women there at all is a dangerous situation. Women don't make the best decision in their teens, folks. Neither do men, but if a woman, if a girl a girl who's 16 years old, already done her first hit of ecstasy, is all in, all in on the ecstasy train, all in on the party scene train, all in on the EDM train, and they have an opportunity to party and possibly fuck the star of the show, they're going to do it. They might lie and say they're 18. They might not. This motherfucker clearly didn't give a shit if they were 18 or not because he wouldn't have done all this. And if he we'll did that. set this up like an op and if he did set this up like an operation, holy shit, and they were talking about a different kind of evil. We'll talk, we're talking Jeffrey Epstein evil. So we have to be very and someone like this needs to go completely against the law. Now, if it's only statutory rape and these women were willfully doing it, I have a tendency to to lean, give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. But if this is something that the women were drugged or coerced in doing anything that they weren't supposed to be doing or or they were tricked into doing anything, then I think even though it's 16 or 17, there needs to be some accountability. But anything younger than 16, you're fucked in the head to begin with. Even if you're at 16, 18, honestly, Vic, I don't know about you. I find men in their mid-40s now extraordinarily sexy. I think they're the sexiest creatures on the planet. I really do. I really do. But if you are a star and you are having that influence and you have that drug use, that rampant drug use, MDMA in particular, and cocaine and all these drugs that lend to a worse of ourselves, a lot of bad things can happen. And this motherfucker did this in prison in general population and taken care of by a couple of hard piping motherfuckers. And frankly, base nectar is alleged. We don't know yet. Alleged.
1: It's alleged, but that's what I wanted to kind of dig into this vice article that was done. Uh, This is some great reporting by Ms. Avery, uh, J.C. Kleinman. And um, so we have Alexis Bowling. And according to Bowling, the first time she met Aston, was on the Las Vegas strip, the weekend of the electric daisy carnival in 2014. She said that Aston, 36 at the time, comped her tickets to the music festival, but she was but she was 17. And she told him she couldn't get inside the 18 plus event. Instead, she said he pulled her behind some bushes out of sight that night and talked to her for hours, eventually kissing her goodnight and sending her off with 300 dollars A week, a few weeks later, she said that Aston Flew to her home state of Tech- uh, Kentucky at his behead, uh, At his behest, Bowling recalls lying to her friends and family about what she was doing and tucking herself into a hotel with him in Lexington. According to Bowling, they had sex almost as soon as they got to the room, and continued to over the course of that week. A week. Oh. Uh, she said that she gave. She said that he then gave her sixteen hundred dollars that week. Bowling recalled asked in coming to see her twice more that summer before she turned 18. After her birthday, she said he no longer visited her and began flying her out to his
0: concerts across the country. So he had a relationship with this girl. A willful is, yes. relationship, by the way. So, I, But him knowing that he's 17, he's a creep, and he willingly knows it, he needs to be thrown in prison for at least some time. No doubt about it.
1: So this is... So I just... I'm, I'm actually... I'm just like these. This is so specifically like explain. This is not just like well we did uh, whatever. This is so on April fifth. Okay, Rachel. There's Rachel Ramsbottom. She says she met and had sex with Lauren Aston when she was 17. According to Ramsbottom, they met at a hotel in Memphis where she was headlining the Beale Street Music Festival. Oh wait, 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 where he was headlining. She filed the lawsuit along with Bowling against Ashton, claiming they were victims of sex trafficking and child pornography. Both said Ashton gave them cast unsolicited after they had sex with him and that he encouraged them to send him naked photos when they were minors.
0: Why would you do that, you stupid motherfucker? Is it really that big? You can't pretend you can't wait like five months till they're 18. You're still a fucking creep, but at least it's legal. Jesus Christ.
1: So it just the lawsuit mainly claims that by using the base nectar brand to allegedly recruit underage girls for sex, Ashton violated a federal sex trafficking laws that outlawed the use of interstate commerce for that purpose.
0: Base nectar, if any of this is true, you are going not only to burn in hell, you're going to spend a lot of fucking time in jail, and you should, if this is true. Part of me wants to give them the benefit. I mean, it sounds completely viable. I mean, sex trafficking is quite a... I think that might be a word used to make this sound worse than it is to get the outrage that it deserves, if that makes sense. This deserves a shitload of outrage, but there's still a portion of our population that's going to say, Well, she's only seven. She's only... 17 and six months, she was going to be 18 soon. You can hear people say, I can see. Instead of completely condemning this piece of shit and calling him out for who he is and banning, not ban, but ostracize him for being able to make any kind of fucking money. No one should support a dime this piece of shit gets, if this is true. And Bass Necker should be done. We should never have to deal with him or his shitty fucking fans at festivals anymore, which is a great thing. How about that? How about that? And by the way, you know in Bass Necker the entire time I've been hearing about hearing this guy. I've seen him a few times and I've been hearing about how great his shows are left and right. I'd gone there. I was bored out of my fucking mind. And the only thing I said to myself is if I wasn't on Molly, this would be fucking unbearable and these people suck. Sorry. And now, I guess I can be open about that. It was always a plastic scene. It was always fueled by drugs and a beast. As Wu-Tang Clan would say, the dumb are intrigued by the drum. And if he is doing this, propositioning young 17-year-olds, 36 years old. And by the way, if I'm ever caught doing that, folks, throw me in fucking prison too. Anybody. Who does this? That's my that's my take on, on Bass Nectar. And frankly, I wish it I wish it was just a lack of his ability to create original decent music would be the reason he'd be ostracized from this fucking scene. But if this is the reason, I'll take that silver lining, but he's still a fucking creep. However, that being said, Vig, it's a little disingenuous to these women to cry about it now, when they were enjoying getting fucked by the star at 17 or not, they were enjoying getting fucked by the star. They were enjoying the backstage passes. They were enjoying getting flown all over the country. This was a win-win situation until they turned 18. And once it was a win-lose situation, that's when they want to get paid. So there's a big time of disingenuous bullshit on their side as well.
1: Really invite, invite the listeners really to check out the fall of the base nectar empire on vice by avery jc climate it actually gets into this there's this whole um he had this whole fantasy world going that he invited everybody that he was dealing with uh, as far as these relationships into and uh you know there's <laughs> There's just, it just, it goes on about how, uh, you know, so there's just like a lot of manipulation going on and, and using like a, uh, what is called a paracosm, a fantasy world made up of a complex web of relationships and rules spanning many years. In 2016, in a collaboration with Electronic Music Trio, the Glitch Mob, Bass Nectar released a song by that name. And then he constantly refers to our relationship as that, like a fantasy world, um, that was coming from another another suit by another young lady who um, said that she was manipulated into these fantasy worlds and she had to play by his rules. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is a great article that really digs deep into to what's going on here. Um, this isn't just like one of these, like, you know, groupie that decides they're going to go, you know, meet the Me Too movement turned...
0: It sounds like he found willing participants to do a really evil thing. Sounds like he found two underage, at least two, probably a lot more. Impressionable, but not innocent young women to do really terrible things. That's what he's alleged to do. And if he had done this, it sucks the kind of people that they seem to be for for instead of bringing criminal charges, doing it civilly. I mean, that's, that's the part that's a little fucky to me. If you really cared about justice, right. Care about money. There's
1: just, there's just huge, huge uh, backlash on, on social media with this, of course. Uh, I mean, uh, I like, I didn't want to like spend the whole show, but I mean, it's, there's just so much information in this vice article. Uh,
0: what are some other things? <laughs>
1: It's Well, of course, well, so there was then NACO and Medicine for the People, which uh basically was under this the same type of uh of uh of, of accusations that had happened, and he had a planned tour for this summer. Uh planned tour by NACO and Medicine for the People has been canceled as the embattled front man continues to suffer the fallout from a flurry of sexual misconduct allegations made against him last year. Since announcing the tour on Monday, venues across the country have chosen to cancel the group's concerts in response to grassroots action on social media. So this actually is, uh, so this is a a whole other list of, uh, of accusations that were uh, consisting of, of underage girls, there isn't as specific as the base nectar one, where you have names, people, places, things, uh, events, situations all happening. This is just. Um,
0: and to be clear, has so. been to be clear. Has base nectar going back to him briefly? Has base nectar been formally charged with anything?
1: So, there hasn't been any formal charges to base nectar for what has happened. Just a civil, he has been served a civil lawsuit, which has four individuals on them that were underage at the time. And they have all, each have specific stories of what had transpired between him and them. And they are specifically talk about really brandishing a I mean, it's a relationship that has to do with interstate commerce, um, human trafficking, something, something similar to what is being um, grew, uh, fleshed out with the whole Matt Gates Congressman from Florida, uh, same type of thing. So okay, I think we're going to start seeing a lot more of this come out little by little.
0: Awareness man oh. you know it, it starts with yourself but it also applies to the world if we are aware of things we can fix them when we ignore things we can't If we ignore racism it's not going to get any worse. If we ignore sex trafficking it's not going to get any better. So if this if these women if they are going for money or not if they are bringing awareness to the situation I'm just killed them but at the end of the day if they are bringing awareness to it, get them paid too they, they're the winners in the situation though. They got to live the life as the, as almost famous for a year or whatever, and then now they're now that when he was done with her with them, they're going after some money, and uh, so that is a necessary evil for going after a bigger evil, I guess.
1: It just will be interesting to see how some of this plays out. It looks like Base Nectar is re- as of as of right now is retired. Um, so this is pretty serious, and uh, we'll see where it goes from here.
0: I'm happy base nectar's retired. I thought he sucked. I, I've been clear about that though. Like, honestly, did you feel like you were a good human being at his shows? No, no, you felt like a grimy like piece got... of shit on drugs. That's what you felt like at a base nectar show. And please, somebody, I'm sure there's some awesome girl, maybe in her when she noticed she remembers, maybe even a dude. They were in their late teens, early 20s, maybe even in their mid-20s. And they got that moment, and the the lights hit them at the same exact time. Bass nectars, bass dropped. And it was just like, wah! It was the drugs and your inhibitions letting go. It was not the music. It was not the other people who are not just as many, if not more, drugs than you. You felt like a piece of shit when you were there, and it was fueled by a plastic sense of entitlement and... Now we know that there was a plastic sense of everything going on in them, if any of this is accurate. So if he's retired, good riddance to bad rubbish, as the British would say.
1: This goes on and on. The Vice article is really just kind of drops. I mean, there's there's so much else that's, uh, you know, there's. His accusations that uh, he took pieces of other artists' songs and used them in his performances and in you know, his recordings. And uh, it's like J- Jordana Lacence a transgender Black woman and drum and bass musician who formerly went by the name 187, did not reap the same benefits of working with Aston. She told Vice she said that Aston unacceptably used a portion of one of her original songs without credit or permission then made ultimately hollow promises about how he would rectify
0: the situation. (laughs) This is just a club kid who got lucky. Let's be honest. This is just a jerk-off club kid who got lucky. Ripping motherfuckers off, just putting beats together.
1: This just goes on. There's a whole royalty segment uh, uh, on this whole thing. There's there's several accounts of, of, of of artists that are claiming that he took pieces of of his uh, of their music and used it in their in, their, in his performances I don't know i I'm so I'm just not surprised here
0: yeah but. yeah how did you, how many times have you seen bassnectar Vic?
1: I'd say two times so on two occasions as part of a overall festival environment yeah um, yeah, it was kind of a dark crowd, a lot of the dark ravey crowd, EDM crowd. And then just seeing him on, on social media and just there's he has a huge following of trolls. Um, oh, I know. Involved With that, there's a lot of uh, very socially conscious group. So that's why. And the same with Nako too. Very socially conscious was was protesting at Standing Rock. Wrote songs about what was going on, the mistreatment of indigenous people in this country. You know, overall, freedom fighter good guy, right? And then, but we don't have a lot of the drill down specifics as far as uh, what has happened with him. But uh, this, this Vice article lists several stories of very specific allegations that would, would resemble that Base Nectar was basically conducting uh, conducting human trafficking and sex with underage girls uh, as part of his whole production company as a whole thing, which would be a huge violation of uh,
0: federal laws. I have a question for you. Should the age to be able to have sex with whomever you like be moved to 21?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know if that's really like something that's gonna fix all of a sudden fix this issue. I don't or you know.
0: Well, it'll make it a lot worse. So if he bangs a 17-year-old, willing 17-year-old who was loving the almost famous treatment, loved it. Let's be honest, they didn't get mad and go after this motherfucker until they he tossed them out like a shoe. You mean a rich, mean a rich, influential, powerful man just used me for my for my body and sex? <gasps> because clearly, women are still too many women under the age of eighteen are 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 going for it. This is like cocaine walking up to a drug addict and yes, expecting a drug addict not to sniff it. Now, I'm not saying don't hold these motherfuckers accountable. I've been clear what I think, but. Clearly, these women who are 16 and 17, sometimes 15, are acting like 15, 16, and 17-year-olds, and they don't care if a major star is 30-something years old. They don't care he's creepy. They like meeting the celebrity. They like being backstage. They like getting fucked up for free, and they like banging the star. And are they not mature enough to deal with that? So you have to... push the back Post a little bit further to root some more of these motherfuckers out. And it'd be interesting to see if white men would be down for that, empowering, and essentially would be, or would that be empowering? And by the way, that's a a slippery slope because I mean it both ways. I mean it both ways. So if you have an 18-year-old senior in high school, from a legal perspective, the 55-year-old teacher can't fuck her or him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think we should evaluate that. Or at least make it a 10-year difference. 36-year-olds shouldn't be fucking 17-year-olds. It's just that simple. That's fucked. And we're not too far away from that being commonplace. Pen of the Grateful Dead used to sing about banging kids in their teens. So this isn't just EDM people. This is this is powerful men people. It's sick, and they should all be exposed. Unfortunately, some good people are going to go down that don't deserve it. And on the time on, on that, but it's not even going to come close to balancing out all the shit that men have gotten away with on women for how long, Vic?
1: Wow. It's, it's it's fascinating when you take a look at the vice article. It's really all there. If any any, any number of these allegations are true, it's just going to turn out to be pretty bad for ba- for base nectar.
0: Imagine if you were a seventeen year old boy vig, right? What's your reaction here? There's a nice spry little vig, just just still in high school, but. Ani DeFranco. I'm talking smoking hot Ani DeFranco. Whatever, whatever form of Ani is your hottest, right? Could be the kind of bald-headed thing she went back to, whatever. But or or Shakira or whoever. Somebody who's significantly older than you. I don't think Shakira is, but Stevie Nicks, good example. Yes. All right. Say you're a 17-year-old. Stevie Nicks thinks you're the sexiest fucking thing ever, right? Meets you, propositions you, fucks you in her hotel room, gives you money, nice cab ride home, and stories to say you fuck Stevie Nicks. What does the Vig do? Does Vig fuck Stevie Nicks? And how creepy is Stevie Nicks that she wants to fuck you? So you're
1: asking me to answer that?
0: Oh, yeah. I'm putting you. You're playing devil's advocate. We gotta get Vig a little animated this morning. You're the news guy. We need gotta get the Vig animated. Our first show back in over a week. Let's go, Vig.
1: I actually, I mean, it seems like these are all just very specific situations that uh, involved the older, the older celebrity type that had this just like manipulation attempts uh, to involve. The younger one into a very impre- into who is very impressionable into a like fantasy world of secret relationships and sexual sexual engagement. Really, uh, I, I, what, what a seventeen year old is a Stevie Nicks. I'm not. I don't, I, don't, I don't even like Stevie Nicks. That much. it's just like a bad. Oh, Abdul.
0: Who who are you hot on when you were seventeen? That was probably in their mid thirty. Sharon Stone, possibly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I could definitely. Definitely Paula Abdul. She was awesome. All I right, would so, say that. Well.
0: All right. So Paula Abdul pulls little Vig aside, grabs you by your cock, tells you she wants you to go backstage with her, and she wants you in the hotel later in the night. Later in the night. You're 17 years old, and you want her to be like the cold-hearted slave that she is. Look into his eyes. Uh-oh. He's been telling. Anyways. That was my. That was the one I used to beat off to when I was thirteen. Cold-hearted snake or sleeve. girl. Yeah, but Looking anyway, his, do you I? Fuck Paul Abdul or not, Vig? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Do you fuck Paul Abdul as a seventeen-year-old big, big fuck Paul Abdul?
1: Most likely, yes. I was trying to think of myself as seventeen, though, and I was very actually timid, so I was a late bloomer. So I'm not even sure I might have actually been like, nah, I don't know if I want to
0: do this. Bye. The thing is, though, is this is, sounds like it's a whole. It was like a system he had. It sounds like this is major deal. This is not just big getting lucky fucking Paul Abdul. This is this is like Paul Abdul having you, me, and five other dudes trafficked around fucking her and all her friends, like Stevie Nicks.
1: So it's the base the base, the, the, the base know. necker network, really the. The BASE Network, the BASE Network, Based. ran an ambassador program that offered BASE heads free show entry and a group photo with asked in exchange for volunteering. Uh, on the page, recruiting the ambassadors, a quote credited to Aston said that being an ambassador is about, about the values of love, kindness, health, respect, creativity, treating others as you want to be treated, honoring family and friendship. Think critically enter in ambassadors kelsey long emma and hannah who tried to live those values but they felt that they were treated that they don't feel like they were treated with them by asking i'll say they were they met him through the base network and eventually entered into sexual relationships with him that they now see as abusive emma's name has been changed as she feels harassment for telling her story um
0: a lot of people are probably thinking they're gold diggers. Let's be honest. A lot of people are probably screaming that. All the base heads that think he's a good human being.
1: This is uh, quite quite an article with quotes, uh, personal accounts, description. Uh, we'll see. Like So so Hannah, Hannah started volunteering for the Base Network in 2016. She said she had sex with Asin for the first time when she was 22 after his event in colorado in july of 2016 she said she was adamant that she told no one about the nature of the relationship because very because and he he became very angry when he found out that other people knew Anna described accidentally booking a room in the same hotel as him for his halloween show that year in grants rapid which she said angered him even further the second i got into the room he He kissed me and then slapped me very hard. She said, I had no idea that that was going to happen. He did that probably four or five, maybe six more times. She described the first two hits as in quick succession with the rest happening periodically over the next 15 minutes.
0: Were they, all right. She forgot to say she had nipple clamps on and a ball gag on too. She forgot to say that part.
1: Hannah said that it wasn't until last summer that she said the incident as an assault, when it finally talked to her friends about it, instead previously justified it in her mind as something different. Aston was trying sexually. She recalled having consensual sex on a few occasions with him after that night. She texted. She said with the she shared the text with Vice. Well,
0: well, she's is 22, so isn't sporadic. she 22 though? What, what, why is she involved? So they,
1: so they were above age or not. Uh, so they were part of the, they were actually kind of working for base nectar. I faked an orgasm and he totally knew. She said, he slapped my butt, not in a cute way, but in re- in releasing aggression way. He looked, he locked eyes with me in a threatening way. And it was just freaky. I remember being very scared.
0: Sounds like he was trying to get rough. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, this woman is kind of, this one is hard to take, to be honest with you. She's 22. And it sounds like he tried getting kinky. Um, she never said the word rape. I mean, is she really, is she really complaining that he smacked her ass during sex and she, and it was too aggressive? Is that what her complaint is?
1: Yeah, that it was part of a manipulation attempt to
0: abusively. I don't take, all right, well, I'm not taking that one seriously at all. She sucks.
1: So you could be 22, but if you have an abusive relationship with anybody,
0: so guys, while you're fucking your girl and she asks for it rough, make sure you don't smack her in her ass high hard. And by the way, girls, for you pegging your husbands or boyfriends, don't smack them in the ass in a really hard way, okay? Because if you smack them in the ass, that's going too far. In a serious note, draw boundaries before you play. Thank you. This is your BDSM word of the day from Fuckstick. My wife calls me Fuckstick when we're playing, by the way. So just so you know. Okay. All right. Full disclosure, Wednesday. It's hump day. And we're only a couple. I think we're the same age or we're very similar age to Bass Nectar. I mean, if he was 36.
1: I he was 36 in, at the time. Yeah, that's what I was trying to track it back At seven, so, so say...
0: he's, yeah, he's 43. He's mid-40s. And which brings us full circle back on the 40-something podcast, Vig. Isn't that great? Valley and the Vig. We're back. Yep. We're going to pump out a few shows this week, Vig. How you feeling?
1: I'm feeling pretty good. I got out of the mountains yesterday. I was up there for about a week, kind of rejuvenating And, uh, you know, I have to highly recommend after everything that's going on this last year, if you can get out there and just kind of reflect and just decompress somewhere, whether that's the beach or the mountains or the rural country environment or your favorite music festival or whatever it is that you really like that you missed that you can go and find uh, some saltitude with. Definitely, I highly recommend doing that. Was up in the wet mountains, just west of Pueblo, and uh, was up there for a couple of days fishing and hiking, clearing trees out, getting into nature, just seeing kind of how the cycle of life flows. You saw like an area of forest fire that happened two years ago on this land, and then you can see the small saplings starting to come up, the new the new generation as it's repaired. And actually, just set set it all kind of perspective for me. Everything that's happened to me in this last year with with everything um as you if you would listen to our former athletes you definitely would know um just seeing that cycle of life kind of put it in perspective for me so is this more of that closure that healing process so i i definitely invite everyone out there if there's something that you're hanging on to and as of coming out of this to to take the reins on it and clear it out clear it yeah,
0: it's, it's the best thing you can kind of come up with and that's and you're exactly right I think it's been I did a post on our Instagram, which we got some feedback on about where were you a year ago at the height of this thing? And where are you now? Do some inventory of yourself and where you've grown. And if things are weighing you down, I've got rid of some things over this time. Vig has lost things and gotten rid of things at the same time. What have you lost? What have you gained? What have you done? So we're is sensing. But Vig, before we go. I heard you were a bear fucker. What happened?
1: So with a bear, yes. So, meanwhile, along this trip that I'm just out hiking on an ATV, hiking and clearing trees and riding this ATV, all in one failed swoop, uh, we're coming back down off the peak, Randolph Peak, and uh, sure, sure as shit, a big brown bear just comes. It comes right out on the trail, looking straight at us. You know and I tell you what, it's almost just like you don't even realize. I was so surreal that I was like, Wait, is this actually happening? I was, I honestly just said, Holy, fuck, that a bear! And yes, it was. So he looked at us and we just kind of yelled at him. My, my, my buddy Kyle yelled at him and said, Go away, bear! Go away, bear! Which was just kind of dad, really dad. It was like the dad thing to do, you know, not being too mean. I mean, well, he scampered off, he didn't want nothing to do with us, and that was that was from the from the start, I think, but there was definitely that in-between period where I thought, is this guy going to charge us? Oh, right, you know, what, what this, what, Oh, Is this a female with cubs? Because if it's a female with cubs, you better you believe that she's going to probably charge you in, in protection of those cubs.
0: Yeah. Well, you lucked out, man. I'm, Jesus. You You're lucky it wasn't one of those frigging black bears out here in uh, Pennsylvania. They would have eaten you alive. Yeah. Yeah. So, Stupid bears. But that's great. Getting out in nature. Speaking of which big, we're about to wrap up a little bit here. How's did you get your summer camp ticket?
1: Actually, I haven't got my summer camp ticket yet. Uh, just still trying to take inventory of what I owe and what I still have in order to do
0: that. So does Bitcoin need to be over fifty thousand for you to go? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh-oh.
1: Uh oh! This has turned into the Bitcoin Summer Camp challenge. Aye, aye, aye. Well, we we haven't really talked about that on the show, which is good. And that was part of my decompression period. I just like didn't look at any of that stuff. Didn't like like watch the flow, the inflows and the outflows. Because from what I from what I understood uh, over over the time I took that break, it was another big crash. So,
0: geez. well, the, the, yeah. But there was a big, there was a comeback. There was a little bit of a comeback up to 40 G's. Uh, then it dropped back mm-hmm. down to 37. So, yeah. You know, depends what you mean by crash. It, it's just, it is what it is. It's actually been probably as most stable in the last week and a half or so since it got down around the mid, mid- upper 30s. It's been the most stable I've seen it in a while. Except maybe the that when it was kind of hovering between 59 and 62,000, right around 60,000 mm-hmm. was hovering there for a while that's really the it's been right around here for a while as well so you would think so it's going to go one of two ways though, sooner than later the question is is the technology right. too early but we're going to get into that in our next episode with tales from the crypto keeper Bigs alive and well hey guys check us out on facebook instagram check us out on youtube we're going to be cutting some new videos right biggie
1: yeah we're going to be making some of the highlights uh, they're going to be something clips uh and check out some of the some of the high, higher moments of the show some of the more formulable and funny parts of it so you guys can kind of see where we come at without having to listen to just every oh sometimes we just ramble on about stuff uh kind of have to listen to the whole episode to get some of the good parts these clips will, will, will highlight the, some of those better parts of the show.